the Tuesday, June 21st, 2022 hybrid in-person and virtual meeting of the San Francisco Entertainment Commission. My name is Ben Blyman and I am the commission president. We will start with announcements. Great, this meeting is being held in hybrid format with the meeting occurring in person in City Hall room 416, broadcast live on SFGov TV and, and available to view on Zoom or listen to by calling 1-669-900-6833 using meeting ID 889-4228-6091. Before we begin, I would like to remind all individuals present and attending the meeting in person today that all health and safety protocols and building rules must be adhered to at all times. We appreciate your cooperation with these important rules and requirements in the interest of everyone's health and safety. Please also note that hand sanitizer stations are available throughout the building and at each elevator and masks are available upon request at any of the city hall's entrances. We welcome the public's participation during public comment periods. There will be an opportunity for general public comment at the beginning of the meeting and there will be an opportunity to comment on each discussion or action item on the agenda. Each comment is limited to three minutes. Public comment will be taken both in person and remotely by video or call in. For each item, the commission recording will take in progress. The commission will take public comment first from people attending the meeting in person and then from people attending the meeting remotely. For those attending in person, please come up to the podium during public comment, state your name, any affiliations, and then your comment. You will have three minutes. Opportunities to speak during the public comment periods are available via the Zoom platform using meeting ID 889-4228-6091 or by calling 1-669-900-6833 and using the meeting ID. If using Zoom platform to speak, select the raise hand option when it's time for the public comment. If calling by phone, please dial star nine to be added to the speaker line when your item of interest comes up. When you are asked to speak, you can unmute yourself by hitting star six. Please call from a quiet location, speak clearly and slowly, and turn down your television or radio. If you are also viewing the meeting on SFGov TV, be sure to mute it before speaking during public comment. Alternately, alternatively, while we recommend that you use Zoom audio or telephone for public comment, you may submit a written comment, public comment through the chat function on Zoom. Please note that the commissioners and staff are not allowed to respond to comments or questions using public comment. Thank you to SFGov TV and Media Services for sharing this meeting with the public. Commission Secretary Lang, let's do the roll call. Great. Uh, President Blyman. Here. Vice President Camino. Here. Uh, Commissioner uh, Perez. Here. Commissioners Falzon and Commissioner Wong are excused. And Commissioner Thomas. Here. Via Zoom. Thank you. The first order of business is consideration and possible action to adopt a resolution making findings to allow teleconference meetings under California Government Code Section 54953E. Uh, do we have a motion to adopt the resolution? I move to approve. Second. Is there any public comment on this agenda item? Hearing none, we'll close public comment and we can have a and vote. There's also no Zoom public comment either. Thank you. Sorry. Vote. No, uh, oh, vote. Um, you have to call the names. Is it a uh, roll call? Yeah, yeah, individually. Yeah, the four of us. Okay. So, uh, President Blyman. Aye. Vice President Camino. Aye. Commissioner Perez. Aye. And Commissioner Thomas. Aye. It is so moved. 
Uh, the next agenda item is number two, which is general public comment. Are there any people from the public who want to comment on agenda item or items that are not on the agenda? I see none in the room. Are there any on Zoom? There is none on Zoom. All right, we'll close public comment. We can move along. Number three is approval of the minutes for the April 19, 2022 commission meeting. Do we have a motion to approve the minutes? Uh, I move to approve. I second. Is there any public comment on this agenda item? I see none in the room. There is none on Zoom. All right, we can have a vote and public comment is closed. President Blyman? Aye. Vice President Camino? Aye. <laughs> Commissioner Perez? Aye. And Commissioner Thomas? Aye. All right, the meeting minutes have been approved. The next agenda item is number four, which is a report from executive director uh, who is going to be, is she with us? Oh, she is. Okay. Hi. Uh, good evening, President Flyman. Good evening, commissioners um, and folks watching. Um, my name is Maggie Weiland and I'm the director of the Entertainment Commission. I'm coming to you from my room right now because COVID finally caught up with me. So um, thanks for bearing with me. I'm a little a little bit out of sorts. Um, wanted to just start with some announcements, um, letting you all uh, know that we are very, very, very excited that the Warriors won the NBA championship last week uh, and the city got to celebrate them yesterday with a huge parade first time here in San Francisco. Uh, we also celebrated uh, Juneteenth here in San Francisco all weekend. There were a ton of permitted events all over the city hoping that those uh, that did not have COVID were able to get out there and enjoy. Um, also, just wanted to let you all know that today is not only the summer solstice and uh, a very hot weather day, and I'm sorry that uh, we're all inside, um, but it is also La Fête de la Musique, uh, which was originated in Paris, and it is the first time that we are hosting this World Music Day here in San Francisco. Uh, we've been promoting this day through our social media channels and our newsletter uh, and cross-promoting it with OEWD and Office of Small Business, and we've been permitting some events today for music and encouraging all of our jam permit holders to host outdoor uh, music today. So hopefully uh, folks in the city were able to hear a little bit more fun sound and some live music. Um, and hopefully you can get out and hear some tonight, if not. Um, beyond that, just getting into what's actually agendized, um, wanted to give you a couple updates on current legislation. One is a local ordinance. Um, it is Board of Supervisors file number 220678. Uh, this is something that Deputy Director Azevedo and I worked on in lowering the cost of the permit application and license fees for our fixed place amplified sound permit in preparation for transitioning all of our eligible jams over to our brick and mortar programs. I don't know if you're aware because we actually haven't issued one of these permits uh before but the cost of it was near two thousand dollars to apply and so we brought that cost down uh to be very similar to our limited live performance permit uh it went to the board last week and i was present for that reading 
um, and it was sent to the full board with a positive recommendation. Um, so I will keep you posted on when that passes and becomes uh, part of our code and when we can start issuing permits um, under that new fee. So that's exciting. Um, another little piece to try to bring a little more equity to our programming and our permit fees. Uh, the other piece is something that you're probably going to hear a lot more about from Ben Van Houten when he's able to present the next time at the commission. Uh, but this is a state um, uh, bill uh, 930, which is very familiar to all of us. It's bringing 4 a.m. back to the table at the state level, um, and it's making it so that the proposal includes San Francisco and other jurisdictions to uh, potentially add uh, 4 a.m. alcohol sales to our city. And so Ben and I are, um, we essentially dusted off the old proposal that we put together a couple years ago. Um, and we're gonna be shopping that around uh, soon because that would essentially implicate all of us in getting much more involved in how we implement 4 a.m. here locally. Um, the plan itself for the bill is a long-term plan. If it passes this fall, we would essentially have a year of uh, having a committee, likely, hopefully, this commission um, in some form, working on a plan for local implementation. So that would be 2023. Then it goes to the Board of Supervisors in 2024 for um, their approval. And then it wouldn't actually go into effect until January 2025. So this is a ways out, but that's how it's written at the state. So I will keep you posted on that. Um, beyond that, just wanted to call attention to um, staffing changes. As you know, uh, Tony Savino is no longer an inspector with the Entertainment Commission, so we are down one uh, position right now, a full-time position. Um, in the interim period of time, we are um, going to have uh, Inspector Zavrina work as an acting senior inspector, um, and we will keep you posted on how that shakes out um, in our staffing models uh, going forward. Um, and then uh, just a reminder uh, about our summit and our retreat that we had, and this is why we haven't had a commission meeting for uh, such a long time as we took the time to meet with each other and talk about our goals. Um, commission Secretary Leong, is uh, she put together a great um, synopsis of what we covered at our retreat and I'm going to be sending to all of you. I plan to do that today, but quite frankly, I just was unable to do that. Um, send to all of you some next steps on sort of what we have laid out in our five different goal areas. Um, also just wanted to say that our summit was very successful. Um, we had some great speakers, we had some great presentations and wanted to give some big kudos to our commission and our staff for taking such key participatory roles in that event. Thank you for that. Um, Dylan, let me know that there was 78 in-person attendees, but that could have gone up to about 99 because some folks didn't sign in, which is a little more than I kind of thought it was, which is great. Um, another thing he let me know is that there were 216 views of the live stream. So, you know, that's uh, kind of par for the course with where we're at here in this new era of hybrid meetings. Um, so folks, you know, were able to get 
get some live stream views out of the event, which is great. Um, and also we will be sending you and posting to our social media channels and our newsletter, a link to the recorded version of the event soon so that it can live on in perpetuity and we can watch it again and again. Um, that's all I have, but I did also want to let everybody know, uh, I don't think it's lost on any of us that it's pride this weekend. Um, and we're all very, very excited about it. Uh, we've permitted a lot of events, uh, we have a huge list for our inspectors to go out and check out events this weekend. So we'll be covering the city. Um, and if you uh, have anything else to add, Pride related, we'd love to hear about it. Can't wait to celebrate. And I hope that I am no longer COVID positive then and can get out myself. Um, let me know if you have any questions. Questions? Comments? All right. I, I think I speak for us all when I say we hope you have a very speedy recovery, Director Wyland. Uh, most of all, because we like you, but second of all, because we need you here. So thank, you. thank you for showing up today, even with, with COVID. Appreciate it. Is there any sure. public comment on this agenda item? There's no in-person, nor is there a Zoom comment. All right, we'll close public comment and move along. The next agenda item is number five, which is the report from Deputy Director Azevedo. Good evening, President Blyman. Hello, commissioners. Um, it has been almost two months since we've had a hearing in person. And in that time, let's see if we can figure this out. We have received 79 complaints. Although we've received a number of complaints, I don't have actually too much enforcement related updates for you um, as most of the cases have been resolved with education but I do have a few things to share there is a memo for you in the folder as well did I use that mic is that yeah one moment let's try that maybe okay as well as the enforcement report for you to follow along with so the first update is about Don Pistos uh, located at 510 Union Street so we responded to a sound complaint on May 14th and we observed the following permit violations. One, they were operating volume in excess of their approved sound limit. Two, they were operating outdoor amplified sound after 9 p.m. and they're currently approved for Saturdays from 1 to 3 and 5 to 9 p.m. And number three, there was no staff member on site who was aware of their permit conditions, including their approved sound limit. So I did issue a notice of violation for these violations and since then we have received a few more complaints about the business but we were not able to respond in real time to observe the activities. Inspector Zavrina conducted a follow-up and spoke with management about the complaints and their permit conditions, and I've also followed up with that same manager via email to ensure compliance moving forward. Uh, next business to update you on is Lucita's Nightclub, located at 3247 Mission Street. We received three sound complaints about this business back in early May. Inspectors responded and observed that the business did not have a sound limit on their permit and they had uh, a barn door, meaning that the door with a, with a top and a bottom that opened separately from one another with a large gap between the two, so it was causing their sound to leak outside of the building. Our inspectors worked with the management team to set a sound limit as well as making suggestions on how to reposition the speakers inside to prevent the sound from being projected outward. And the business also fixed the gap in the door. So since then, we have not received any more sound complaints. Big kudos to our inspectors for their great work and for the business for being so responsive. 
Next update is about the blue light. So we've received a sound complaint about blue light on May 27th, and Inspector Fiorentino responded in real time. Um, as an FYI, this business elected to self-condition themselves to not have any drums during their outdoor live performances in an effort to mitigate sound complaints. When Inspector Fiorentino arrived, he saw a drum kit set up in the parklet area where the live performance was taking place. And when he spoke to the owner, uh, he admitted he didn't know the band had a drummer and stated that all of the performances are booked through a talent buyer. So he issued an NOV to the owner and he stated that moving forward, he'd be in better communication with his team. And we haven't received any complaints since. Uh, the next update is about the Brixton. At our last hearing, I shared with you that I issued them an NOV for operating entertainment after their LLP permits 11 p.m. cutoff time. On May 28th, Inspector Fiorentino responded to a complaint in real time at 1.15 a.m., and when he arrived, there was a DJ spinning inside. The manager on site claimed that he didn't know their LLP permit required they end their entertainment at 11, although this was the same manager that Inspector Fiorentino had spoken to at his previous three visits. I issued a citation for operating entertainment after 11 and for violating the GNP number one, which reads, while hosting entertainment, permit holders shall always have a staff member on site who is trained in every aspect of venue operation and is aware of all permit conditions. The last update for you this evening is about the Fillmore and Turk Mini Park, which is located directly across the street from Northern Station. We have received at least 20 complaints about this park since our last hearing, 12 just this weekend. Um, but the park itself is in Reckon Park purview, not ours. So this one's a little wonky because there is a person who is setting up full DJ equipment in the back of a parked van, which sits directly in front of the park and is throwing regular unpermitted concerts. Um, since the entertainment is coming from a parked van on the street, it's no longer RPD's purview. Senior analyst Rice and I are meeting tomorrow with RPD and SFPD to discuss mitigation strategies as all agencies are receiving voluminous complaints about the ongoing activity and I will keep you apprised with the outcome of that conversation. Please let me know if you have any questions. Questions? I don't have anything specific. All right, is there any public comment on this agenda item? There are no public comments on this <laughs> agenda item. <laughs> All right, then we will move on. The next agenda item is number six, hearing impossible action regarding applications for permits under the jurisdiction of the Entertainment Commission, and Deputy Director Azevedo will introduce the consent calendar for us. Thank you, President Blyman. Um, we have three limited live performance permits, limited live performance permits for indoor entertainment on the consent agenda if th if this evening. There was no opposition to any of the application, and the only added condition from SFPD was for Underdog's Cantina and as a standard Southern Station recommendation. The staff recommendation is for the commission to vote to approve the consent agenda with the good neighbor policy and SFPD's recommended condition as applicable. Okay. Sorry. Okay, uh, we, let's hear from the audience. From what's that? Oh, okay. What were you saying? Nope, that's good. Public comment. Yeah. That's Is there good. any public comment on the consent agenda as a whole? Nope. Oh, yes. One sec. Oh, there are no uh, public comments on the on this Excellent. agenda. Excellent. So, do we have a motion to approve the consent agenda? 
I would like to make a motion to approve the consent agenda with a good neighbor policy and uh, SFPD recommendations. Is there a second? I second. Second. Right. We can vote. Too late, Laura. You missed it. You should have been here in person. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> President Blyman. Aye. Uh, Vice President Comino. Aye. Commissioner Perez. Aye. And Commissioner Thomas. Aye. All right. The consent agenda has been approved. Congratulations to anybody who's a part of that. Please follow up with our uh, staff at your earliest convenience for your next steps. And moving on, uh, Deputy Director Azevedo will introduce the first permit application on the regular agenda. The first permit on our regular agenda this evening is for an LLP permit for the Klamath a historic ferry boat that is going to be permanently docked at Pier 9 in the coming weeks. The Klamath will serve as the primary office building for the Bay Area Council Foundation. The boat will also have rentable office space, a museum, a conference center, and be an event venue. The applicants intend to make the conference center and a boardroom on the roof deck available for rental for special events. Additionally, the upper deck terrace and roof deck will also be made available for special events, but only outside of normal business hours so as not to impede public access. The majority use of the rented spaces will be for corporate events and business meetings, some of which may require amplified speech. It is additionally likely that the limited number of special events which will take place in these rentable spaces will require inclusion of limited live performances and or amplified music. The EC will set a sound limit for the outdoor spaces in accordance with Municipal Police Code Section 1060.16 once the boat has arrived in the bay. The applicants conducted extensive neighborhood outreach, distributing 129 letters to their surrounding residential and commercial buildings. They strived to speak to as many people face-to-face -face as possible and mailed or emailed the letter out when they were unable to make in-person contact. There was no opposition to this permit and SFPD Central Station has recommended one standard condition, which is outlined below. Uh, here to tell you more this evening is the COO of the Bay Area Council, John Grubb. How's this? Perfect. Okay, so first of all, thank you, Caitlin. Um, having great staff uh, makes everybody successful, and Caitlin is fun and charming when she needs to be, and professional and serious wow. at the other times that she needs to be. Thank so you. made the whole process really easy. Uh, I know the second Caitlin really well. <laughs> this is the one that I'm talking about. Um, so my name is John Grubb. I'm the Chief Operating Officer of the Bay Area Council. Um, we're really excited about this project. So. In the golden era of ferries, which was the 1920s and 30s, there were 120 large ferry boats that operated on San Francisco Bay. All but five of them have been lost uh, to the scrapyard or fires or sinking or just time in general. And we're saving one of them, which is called the Klamath, um, and bringing it back to San Francisco. Uh, as part of its renovation, as Caitlin mentioned, we've included uh, many areas of actually open space. Uh, including a museum and a wonderful uh, roof tech uh, garden, uh, all of which will be available for public access during regular business hours. Uh, the Klamath also contains a conference and meeting center and a sun deck, which together with the roof, roof will be available for rental for corporate and private functions uh, when not open to the public. Some of these functions may occasionally include amplified speech, as mentioned, or music, and therefore we are applying for a limited live performance permit. Um, and we did, as uh, I'm sorry to repeat what Caitlin said, but we did reach out to 129 neighbors uh, surrounding the Klamath in a big uh, radius. Um, and most of the meetings were done face-to-face, -face, actually. Um, and we received a lot of messages of enthusiasm and excitement, and there were a few questions. 
uh, especially about the good neighbor policy, which thank you, you've been very helpful in creating something for that, um, which we answered. And so we're excited to bring back this piece of history and we'll endeavor to be the best neighbors San Francisco has ever seen. Thank you. <laughs> Questions? Hello, thank you for coming in. Um, thank you for the, um, the outreach program that you did. I'm looking at the plan that you created. It looks very, very thorough and very detailed. I appreciate that. It looks like your most direct neighbors are the ones in Area C, which were the ones on the port, mm -hmm. uh, and they're mainly businesses, so um, hopefully they want to give you a lot of grief. I guess my question is, if there are any complaints from the neighbors, which is on the Group B, what would be your policy to address this potential complaints? Um, well, first we'd look at the good neighbor policy. I mean, first we'd talk to them and, and hear what the complaints are and talk that through um, and see if it's something that we can manage on our own, if we made an error or a mistake. If it's something that's in accordance with our policies, I think we would need to consult with uh, the police department, which has been um, actually really great reaching out to us. Um, and maybe we would call up Caitlin and ask for her advice as well, since she's such a great staff member. But um, uh, that would be our you know, general approach on that. Will there be some manager on site at all times to be able to respond in real time? Yes, there will be someone on staff at all times to respond in person. And how will uh, the neighbors contact you if they don't have your information already? Will that be on your website? Uh, yes, it would be on our website, and then we'll also have information available in their contracts and their agreements, and then also on site at, at when any event is going on. And that line will... Be Somebody will be able to answer that cell phone at all times if there is a complaint, right? Yes. Okay, thank yes. you. Yeah, no, no problem. And if someone's on vacation, we have redundancy for others that can answer it. So, yes. Thank you. Any more questions? Not for me. Uh, this sounds fairly straightforward and exciting. Really cool. Um, I don't have any major ideas around it. Um, I guess just give us a sense of the, are, are you, are you going to have full-on parties there? Is it going to be a party space? I missed that if you were. And if so, are you going to manage the sound yourselves? Yeah, so it's intended, we're a business, business association in the Bay Area Council, and mm -hmm. so most of our uh, events will be business-related, which is not to say that they can't be loud and uh, loud as well. Um, but that's not really what the venue is all about. It's more of a place for a quiet receptions, enjoy the view. Uh, there's not a real great setup for music or those kinds of things. So it's largely going to be speeches or receptions or those kinds of things that we imagine would, would happen. So it's not really a, a party venue. Um, it's not structured that way. Got it. So we can't rent it for my quinceanera? <laughs> of course we can talk. We'd love to, to talk to you about that, but we, you would have to abide by all of our policies. Okay. Thank you. All right, uh, you can have a seat. We'll open it up to public comment. Thank you for the presentation. Um, is there any public comment on this agenda item? Uh, there are no public comment for this item. Okay, we will close public comment and we can open up to a vote. Um, I, did I do? Oh, motion. Is there a motion to approve? Sorry. I would like to make a motion to approve this permit with the good neighbor policy. There are also staff recommendations. And staff recommendations. I second. All right, now we can have a vote. President Blyman. Aye. Vice President Comino. Uh, Commissioner Perez. Aye. 
and Commissioner Thomas. Aye. All right, congratulations. You have been approved. Uh, follow up with uh, Deputy Director Azevedo uh, at your earliest convenience. Hopefully you get the first one that you mentioned and not the second side of her because she could be very tough. <laughs> you can. Uh, thank you very much. And I will have Deputy Director introduce the next uh, permit on our agenda. Great. The final permit application on our regular agenda is for an LLP permit for Barley located at 1038 Polk Street. Barley is a tap room and restaurant open seven days per week until 2 a.m. They are seeking the LLP permit to host indoor live music performances, DJs, comedy acts, and karaoke, as well as outdoor pre-recorded amplified sound. Additionally, the business has large windows that they plan to renovate to be able to open up onto the sidewalk. So while the performances will technically be located inside, the owners eventually plan to open the windows so that their outdoor diners can experience the entertainment. With this configuration, the applicants understand that they will have to close their windows at 10 p.m. during any performances. An inspector set an internal sound, lim sound limit for the business, and until they renovate their window, staff is recommending the standard outdoor sound condition below. For outreach, the business distributed five letters to the neighboring businesses and 10 letters to residential neighbors, along with the landlord of their building to circulate to the other tenants. There was no opposition to this permit, and SFPD did not have any additional conditions. Here to speak with you this evening is owner Eric Anderson. Checking the mic here, sound good. Thank you guys for having me. Appreciate the brief amount of time to talk about this. I'm Eric Anderson, owner of Barley on Polk Street. We opened January 21st of last year, so just celebrate our one year anniversary. Uh, if you're familiar with that area of Lower Polk, you could probably imagine what it would be like to open in a pandemic. Um, <laughs> applying for this permit gives us one more competitive advantage in that climate of economy. Our plan is to have live performances of the genre in jazz, singer, songwriter, and folk music. And the idea, not to get too detailed on the market, but it will fill a gap of uh, what we think is something desired by consumers in that area. Um, you have to think of it more of like a dinner and a show than a DJ performance. This is a pretty intimate space. It's about 1,200 square feet. Uh, the music along with the atmosphere will be ambient, um, kind of like a little bit upbeat but nothing to the point of what we consider to be obstructive to the neighbors. And that's very important to us. Our neighbor adjacent to us, uh, Kuma Sushi, sorry if you're getting a little feedback here. Kuma, uh, we're very good friends with them and they're the ones that would be mostly affected by this. And we know that because when we turn up our Sonos amp a little too loud, their uh, plates tend to rattle. So we've been <laughs> mitigating any type of sound issue for a long time with those guys over the past year. Uh, everyone seems to be very excited about this idea, and I think that the vision fits with, um, with the neighborhood and with our current clientele. Uh, we also have recently pivoted into a part-time private event space. Uh, so having this permit also kind of gives us a leg up of the competition in offering live jazz or karaoke for a birthday or 
you know, there are a number of other applications. But, so that's why I think that it would be beneficial to the business. And I guess more broadly, why do I think something like this is even important is probably the same reason why you folks created the LLP to begin with. I mean, there, there's a culture that we'd all like to, I think, support in this city. And, uh, you know, this is based on the idea that live music is a pillar of that culture. So something worth fighting for, in my opinion. Um, to conclude it, uh, if we were approved this, I think that uh, it would be something that would be different on Polk Street in a place that needs it very badly. <laughs> uh, I think that it would be something innovative in that area as far as live music goes. And I think that it would be good all around for San Francisco in some small way. And that's all I got. Questions? Um, I just want to say kudos to you and your partner for opening a business during the pandemic. Um, and I love the fact that you brought your child in. <laughs> I think more people should bring their families into hearings. We've got uh, some family behind us here you can't see, but there's two very nice dogs. Which I saw them earlier. <laughs> They're also barefoot. <laughs> Probably more acceptable than this. <laughs> okay. Whoever said nightlife isn't family friendly. Yeah. Let's take it back. Um, I did have a question in terms of your um, in-house sound. Mm -hmm. Is it an in-house sound system, or will you be, depending on who is booked, will you be bringing in outside sound? There are two ways to do it. One, we plug into our Sonos situation, which doesn't amplify the sound any more than just a normal day. And then the other way that we'll probably run most jazz shows is a house PA system that we set up. Uh, it doesn't involve any bass amplification necessarily. It's a smaller size PA with two speaker stands and probably something similar to what you guys have here, I imagine. About this big. Okay, thank you. Yep. Hello. Hi. Thanks for coming in. Thank you. Uh, can you give us a more update on your neighborhood outreach? So what, what's the general feedback that you get from the residents? The residents seem to be pretty quiet on it. Uh, we live in, or sorry, we, 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 the business is in a residential area that is mostly Muslim, Yemenese folks, especially in the building above us, all the residents above. Uh, so it's been hard to get any type of real feedback from individual residents. The overall consensus that we get from the property manager at 1040, uh, the Baldwin building on Polk Street, is that people are totally fine with it. That you know, if not indifferent, then excited. The feedback that we're getting from local businesses is overwhelming support. People seem very excited to have something like this. I mean, I think we all agree that, you know, quote, unquote, all boats float in a rising tide. So whenever a neighbor takes some type of initiative like this around there, I think that there is a general excitement that it's going to be good for everybody. Okay. I did not see much neighbor or resident feedback on the packet. So did you get any like petition or letter of support to, to support um, your application? We did not. We did not receive any letters of support from any neighbors. Okay. We only handed out the uh, notifications. Okay. Yeah. And you just had personal conversations with them and this is what you're reporting to us? Yes, that's correct. Okay, thank you. No problem.
Commissioner Thomas, any questions? Nope, no questions for me. Well, I owned uh, the former Propagation, just mm -hmm. a couple blocks from you. and um, Tonic. Yeah, and we're working on uh, some stuff in the Hemlock right now. So I mean, Oh, good. Yeah, it should be up and running soon. But that neighborhood has so much potential, and it was hit so hard by COVID, right? Like just of specific places in town, that was one place that just got really decimated. So I think it's a great idea. I think limit to me, Limited Alive is, is fairly straightforward, and I love that you're doing – jazz music and things outside of thumping electronic beats. So um, I don't have any questions. I wish okay. you the best, and uh, I'm sure I'll see you on the street. Sounds good. So, um, you can have a seat, and okay. we will open to public comment. Thank you for your time. Do we have any public comment on this agenda item? There are no public comments for this item. All right, I'll close public comment. Do we have a motion to approve? I move to approve with staff recommendations. Second. All right, we can have a vote. All right, President Blyman? Aye. Vice President Camino? Aye. Commissioner Perez? Aye. And Commissioner Thomas? Aye. Congratulations, you've been approved. Uh, just follow up with our Deputy Director and their staff at your earliest convenience, and you should be ready to roll soon. Yeah, thanks for coming in. All right, uh, moving on. Script ready here. Final agenda item is number seven, commissioner comments and questions and new business requests for future agenda items. I just want to flag that I do think karaoke might have thumping drum beats. It can. It can. Yeah. yeah. Let's remove the karaoke. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, other questions? I just want to say happy gay pride to everyone. Uh, please, everybody, please have a safe um, gay pride celebration this weekend. Mm -hmm. Hope to see you at the parade. Yes, happy Pride to everyone and uh, happy Juneteenth mm -hmm. to everybody. San Francisco was lit with all community events this weekend. It was beautiful. I wish I had added more bartenders at Dr. T's last night on that <laughs> note. I didn't foresee the post. You did bring it up, but I didn't I did. foresee it being so crazy, but we got through it. Uh, happy Pride, everyone. Nothing makes me more proud to live in San Francisco than Pride Weekend. It's the coolest thing on earth, I think so. And a happy Juneteenth and happy Warriors. And we will see if there's any public comment on this agenda item. Uh, no, no public comment on this agenda All item. All right. We will adjourn this meeting at 6.14 p.m. Well done, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.